This is a Get Serial podcast. You can check out more Get Serial at syn.org.au and at Get Serial on Facebook, Twitter and Instagram. Good morning, everyone. Welcome to the second hour of Get Serial Wednesdays with your fabulous duo, Vic and Demi. We have a very exciting show coming up. It's going to be very much entertainment Hollywood based. Vic, let them know what it's all about. So we're going to talk a bit about celebrities we've encountered, celebrities to watch out for as a new talent, of course. And we're going to go into more things that those celebrities have given us, whether that be, you know, movies, television, music, music. you name it, you name it. So we're going to jump into our first track of the day and it is Jamal's on Mars with Tomorrow. But before we do that, make sure to catch up on our socials. We're on Instagram, Twitter, and Facebook. Just search Get Serial and we'll be there. We just listened to a track from Kwame's new EP, Please Get Home Safe. It is Ain't So featuring Arno Faraji. And before that, we had Jamal's on Mars with Tomorrow. This is Get Serial Wednesdays with Vic and Demi, we are going to go into a little topic. We said it's a bit of like an entertainment-based show. We're going to talk celebrities, music, TV, everything. And I decided, because I watched, I started watching, I should say, the show The Queen's Gambit on Netflix. And it's really good. I've only got one episode left. It's pretty much about this chess genius. And yeah, it. It sounds like weird just to be like, yeah, it's about chess and it's like amazing, mm. but it really is good. And the main uh, character, I should say, main character is played by Anya Taylor-Joy. And I think she's pretty much going to be one of those big up and coming stars in Hollywood from my research and my guesses. And I read she was recently cast in the new Max, Mad Max, I should say. There's another Mad- one. Yeah, they're doing a Mad Max sequel, but it's about Char- Charlize Theron's character in Fury Road. So it's oh. about the Furiosa girl, mm-hmm. and that's who she's playing. Yeah. So Anna Taylor Joy or Anya Taylor Joy has a really impressive career already. She's been Peaky Blinders, and it made me just think, you know, who else is going to be a big star like her? Because my money is on her already. Oh, for sure. The only the TV show where two of these actors that I'm thinking of, it was pretty popular, like peak quarantine, but I think, I think both of them recently have also signed on to movies, but I'm talking about Paul Meskell and Daisy Edgar Jones from normal people that show them in it as Marianne and Connell. That's it was so good. But yeah, I believe thanks to, mm, they're both very talented in their own right. And the fact that they got the roles in normal people and it got that popular over time this year, they've been able to get opportunities, whether that did happen or not. And the fact that they're going to be getting into movies and things like that, I'm very excited to see how they perform because they were so good in normal people. I'm just can't wait to see what they do next. Yeah, I'll back you on that one, Demi. I read Normal People and I can say they were pretty much exactly as the characters were described in the book. The storyline was pretty much identical as well, which was Mm. perfect. It was 
yeah, it was nice. They, they had good chemistry. It worked. And another one that popped up in my head, I'm going to go with an Aussie talent Mm -hmm. that has made it big in America, but I think there's still much more to come. And it's Jacob Alordi, who was in Mm -hmm. the kissing booth. He got a role in euphoria. So Mm -hmm. I think he will definitely be another one to watch out for because I, I think as well, we always want to support the Aussies that are going over there to America. And I mean, to get a show with Zendaya yeah. and Euphoria was huge. I think this year, even though it came out last year, this year it just boomed again. It was as though like it was re-released or something because mm. everyone was talking about it. And then there was the TikTok so all about Euphoria and everyone was having Euphoria parties. So I mm-hmm. think that's a pretty incredible effort for someone who's come from Australia and is, literally pretty much my age i think so that's always a great feeling correct me if i'm wrong is he also i believe he's also a melbourne boy like actually from melbourne and i think he lived in queensland as well oh okay at some point you can't fully claim him then as melbourne but i think yeah he could be like the next like hemsworth kind of type to leave us and go on to better things yeah definitely up and comers, I can't think of much else off the top of my head, but today it was announced that in um, in a South Australia, Zac Efron's going to be coming to film a movie. And that's like huge for every teenage girl and somewhat 20 something year old now who used to love Zac Efron because we're all just going to be, but yeah. Zac Efron. I, just one of I those. Like up- say that's a big thing for South Australia. That'd be a big thing for any city, Tebby. It's <laughs> not just South Australia who will claim him. The moment people found out he had a Byron Bay girlfriend, everyone wanted to go to Byron and start working in a cafe because that's how they met when she was waitressing. Oh, a lot of um, outlets and articles I've seen are like, yeah, he's an honorary Australian now because of that. And I'm like, yep, agreed. He was an uppercomer yeah. when he first started, but now he's just like. There's Australia's literally favorites. been memes, just to go a bit off topic, but there's literally been memes being like, Zach Efron's current girlfriend is living out all of our childhood fantasies, <laughs> working at the place, meeting him. Anyway, but yeah, there's a lot of up and comers. I think just even from all the Netflix shows or Netflix movies, you know, you have your Noah Centineo, Yolana Condor, I believe her name was, that were yes. in All the Boys I Loved Before. Then. There's been so many shows that have come out. The star that was in, um, the actress that was in Unorthodox was amazing as well. Yeah. There's a lot. ISO has just brought a lot of talent to the surface because we've just had so much time to watch everything. Mm. We could spend a few more moments talking about it, but we go throw it to another track and we've got more Rats Rockstar coming up, which is a very vibey track, might I say. Um, in the meantime, though, make sure you check out get cereal on all the socials along with those up and comers if you haven't heard about them go check them out as well on instagram facebook twitter just like us they probably have it too but for now this is more rats rock star you are listening to get cereal wednesdays with vic and demi on soon we just had disclosures energy and before that we had more at rockstar some great tunes some great vibes and why is it great vibes you may ask that is because it is Get Serial Wednesday with Vic and Demi. Now, we've had a bit of a entertainment kind of base show. We just touched on up-and-coming talent and kind of got onto a topic about Zac Efron, but, you know, who, who doesn't love a bit of 
Zac Efron on your Wednesday morning. But now we're going to go into celebrity encounters. Now, Demi, have you ever had any close celebrity encounters that you'd like to share with myself and our wonderful listeners? I had to say, not any like A-listers. At this point in time, like we got so much life ahead. It could be possible. I can recall like two encounters. One was like out of the blue, kind of walked past him. But then the other one was like for a signing. Not, neither of them really have stories either. But um, Short Stack was one of them. And that was a signing. Short Stack. Yeah, but Short Stack. In their yeah. golden days, <laughs> I joined my cousin after school. And there was a lineup at, I think there was a, a local like CD shop, which are very hard to find nowadays. But yeah, back, it was like first year of high school for me, I believe. Waited in this long line on a very hot day and just walked in with their latest single or album and just got it signed. Very nice. And then the other one was Hugh Sheridan from um, Pack to the Rafters fame. It's very local, if, very local. If love. anyone recalls, it was at the local fringe festival that happens in Adelaide. Just walked past him and my friend and I actually had the. Um, courage to go up and be do the whole like hi can we take a photo i do have that it was terrifying i'll tell you that but vic have you had to do been able to confidently do that or who have you done it to i have a few celebrity encounters and a lot of them came from last year but i was in america and i was living there and it's a bit different when you're there but clear um, advantage but go on yeah, I'll start. I'll, actually, all these have happened overseas. Majority. I'll start with my local one. Um, a lot of people might not know her, but remember that song back in the day, "Do It Again," that was with Chris Brown and Tiger, and it was like, "Nice to nice to know ya, let's do it again." Yes, that song. So the main singer of that song is called Pimi, and I loved her music when I was growing up. And mm. she was in Melbourne opening up for someone on tour, and my friend and I kind of knew. She was staying in the city. So we we're walking around the city and we saw her because she dresses in a way that is very more like a Los Angeles vibe than a Melbourne vibe. So you so could kind of tell. Yeah, you could. And it was a nice outfit. Don't get me wrong. So I, I in the moment was like, I'm going to step up and say something. So I got a photo with her and it's on my Instagram somewhere. So if we really want it, we can find it. It's a lot of scrolling. Actually, I might've archived it. Who knows? But, <laughs> but then um, I've got a few. So next is like at the Australian Open have met some tennis players, which has been nice. Mm-hmm. And when I was in America, I went to a screening. I got like a random lucky ballot ticket to go to a Seth Meyers show. And yeah, in the middle, he was like, oh, of the taping, I should say. He was like, oh, does anyone have any questions? So I just told myself, you know, this is the time, Victoria, to ask him a question. So mm-hmm. I did. So Seth Meyers and I spoke. Then I went to a music festival and Shaquille O'Neal, you know, the basketballer. <laughs> no way. Yeah. The Shaquille O'Neal basketballer, he was DJing and at the end he runs, he has this like famous thing where he always goes into the marsh because none of his security have to worry because he can just like easily, you know, thing for himself. So um, I touched his bicep twice when he walked (laughs) past me. (laughs) Um, And then 
I also walked past Stanley Tucci, who you might have seen in movies, like, you know, The Devil is Proud. That was in Venice. No. Yeah. I didn't really see him properly because everyone was looking. My mum was like, wow. And then, oh, I've had these flooding in my mind. Eric Banner used to live on the street of my primary school. And one day my mum came to pick me up and mum was screaming. And I was like, why is my mum screaming? Like, that's (laughs) weird. But then I realised... And I'll end with my last story. I was in Venice. Again, as I said, same trip, we saw Stanley Tucci. It must have been like the celebrity place of the time. Mm-hmm. But um, they said the lead singer of Aerosmith, Steven Tyler, was in the Prado store. So oh. there was a massive group. And I was literally like nine at this point or very young. But me and my cousin were like, no, we're staying and we're meeting him. But my parents were like, why? And we're like, no, we're staying. We're meeting Steven Tyler. <laughs> so we cut out of the store. And because my cousin and I were so young and everyone else was much older, he came to my cousin and I and was like, you two are the cutest girls here. Aww. And yeah, that's, that's my that's story. So Those are my celebrity encounters. So a few random ones. The more I, like, some of them are very minor, but... You know, I've touched Shaquille O'Neal's bicep and my dream is to get a photo next to him just because I think it would be very funny to have my five foot two self next to his like seven foot plus person. So, you know. Technically, if because when you say encounters, I thought like actual interactions to some degree, but the fact that you've just like touched someone or seen someone, technically One Direction have seen my face. Because when I went to their Up All Night concert, which was their very first, like, tour sort of thing, I bought tickets and went to Melbourne for it. Um, There was a section where they had, like, Twitter questions from people in the crowd. The girl I went with, her question popped up. And they try and look at that point in time. They tried to look for you in the crowd. I full-on stood on my chair just to point to my friend and be like, it's her. But to be seen, I think, yeah, obviously. Yeah. (laughs) I believe they waved at both of us, but they saw my face because she was like kind of freaking out, as you would. The kind of floor seating, you couldn't, yeah, it was like a seat. You couldn't really tell people apart if you were on the stage sort of thing. And then they're, they're like famous security god tucked me on the shoulder to go down, like sit down and I'm like, Sorry. Yeah, sure. Whatever. (laughs) So technically. I mean, mean, technically, technically, that is a good story, but I feel like I'm I'm always at the front of a mosh for concerts. So that's good. Yeah. I feel like I get that. I mean, we've had this discussion, Demi, we're both short girls, but (laughs) when they, when you get a glance, like you're taking it, you're owning it and we're going to own the next track we're gonna have a dance to it and oh, have yeah. a bit of time. It is Gorillas How Far featuring Tony Allen and Skepta. You're <laughs> listening to Get to Wednesdays with Vic and Demi. Busy by Nina Las Vegas, Justin and Gorillas How Far featuring Tony Allen and Skepta just before you are here with Get Serial Wednesdays. On soon with Vic and Demi. It's kind of been like our Hollywood entertainment episode today gone through a bit of celebrity stuff but now we're kind of going to dive into why we know those people as celebrities and nowadays it's usually due to film music and television shows and as of late as we're kind of just vibing at home more than ever this year 
I thought it'd be an interesting idea to kind of talk about, you know, those comfort movies or TV shows like you just can always rely on and just have in the background and you won't be surprised and, you know, you will enjoy it every time you watch it. I thought we'd dive into that a little bit. So, Vic, do you have any that come to mind straight away? Okay, I'll start with TV. I love sitcoms. I love sitcoms. I watch a new sitcom or repeat a sitcom I've seen all the time. I always have a 20 minute show I can just jump back into. And a lot of the time for me, it's either friends or modern family. Sometimes it was how I met your mother for a bit as well when it was on Netflix, but it's not anymore. Mm -hmm. So the sitcoms, I think for me, when I'm having a busy day and I just want a 20 minute, you know, relaxed session (laughs) and everything like that, those shows are the best for me. And yeah, Modern Family, especially Nice Low, has been on so many times. I don't know why. Maybe it's like the nice family vibe, like mm. everyone's cheerful and it's always sunny because it's filmed in California. Maybe. I don't know. But I always go on Modern Family because it's always like really heartwarming at the end. Mm. In terms of movies, in terms of movies, I think a comfort film for me would be classic Bridget Jones's Diary. You know, you whip that movie out every now and then and Mm. it's just you feel good you go on this journey with Bridget I full studied this movie in my film studies class and I just have a Mm. new appreciation for it more than I did before but the one my best friend and I go to if we want a good laugh Mm -hmm. and we just need something light-hearted even though it's probably not the intent of the movie at all is the Twilight series (laughs) good literally the twilight series the first one i mean it's nice because a lot of those actors in the movies have had really great careers since but personally i just find it so funny at times like the acting and everything and the filming because the first movie if you actually rewatch twilight it seems like a really indie movie Mm. but then it becomes this blockbuster thing and even if you watch twilight and new moon back to back the difference in like quality is just yeah it's crazy. So those are, those are some comfort ones that come to my mind. What about mm. you, Demi? One thing I know for sure, Netflix and everything's included in this, even though I didn't specify it earlier. Stand-up shows is what I tend to always just have on in the background, like while I'm cooking dinner, even though I, like, with, because of the jokes in it, like even though I've heard it before, they're still funny. So Bo Burnham, uh, Russell Howard, Jack Whitehall, any of their stand-up routines, which I've usually seen on Netflix as of late, I can always rely on those. The Simpsons every now and then as well for TV show-wise. But movie-wise, Scooby-Doo. Oh. The, yeah, that's my cue comfort. The, cue the sound. <laughs> <laughs> um, that movie in particular Unfortunately, the second one isn't on the internet where I can find it and watch it again. I have it on DVD, but a bit old. It's no laptop. It's no laptop in bed comfort. If you don't have your TV, it's just not going to work. Yeah, that sort of thing. But it's so funny. I watched it like a little while ago. Oh, the joke's in it. Just with the first movie, because that's the one I watched. I just love everything about it, really. Yeah, I can't really describe it. It's just so good. It's very reminiscent of the, like, early 2000s and 90s and that sort of, like, style, vibe, all that stuff. That's been mine. 
another movie that had a lot of successful actors come out of it as well, sticking on our theme of entertainment and up and coming actors. So that has been a wonderful discussion we've had about comfort films and TV shows. And I know it's the weather's been kind of hit or miss here in Melbourne. So on the cold days, I know it's gone from literally like 28 degrees down to 12. Mm. These are some movies and TV shows you definitely should check out. But now oh. I'm going to check out another song. And it is Dylan Cartridge's Cheerleader. You've been listening to Get Zero Wednesdays here on Sin with Vic and Demi. Dylan Cartridge's Cheerleader on Get Zero Wednesdays, second hour with, with your host, Vic and Demi. Now, we've had a kind of entertainment Hollywood style show. And now we're going to jump into a segment that I can highly contribute to because I'm a victim of listening to a few albums just on repeat for the past like month, honestly, it's a little bit bad. So I've just called it rotation. Cause like you just rotate through, for me, I've been rotating through the same three or four albums, but Vic, what tracks or albums have you been listening to on repeat? Well, for those who don't know, I'm quite a big Ariana Grande fan and you may or may not know she recently dropped her new album, Positions. So I've been listening to that quite a bit. It's very mellow. It's very chill, a little bit sexy as well. I'm going <laughs> to put that word in there. But it's good. Positions, which is the main single, is amazing. The video for it is so cool. It's kind of like the idea that she's a really high up person in mm. the White House. But then she switches positions to like all these different things like being you know, uh, like a cook in the kitchen and this and that. So that was really cool. And I'm going to, I have a playlist I kind of listen to and I add music to as my like playlist for this year because I kind of like to split my music up between years and add some new stuff every year. Mm. But I won't go into that as much because it's been pretty chill, obviously ISO, even though we have been getting releases. But I recently got a record player. Mm. So... I've been ordering albums and I've ordered a bit more of a R&B hip hop vibe so far before I kind of go into the classics because I'm definitely going to get some Abba Gold in there at some point. Mm-hmm. My most recent ones I've been listening to a lot. I got the weekend's first uh, mixtape, I would say his first EP, which was called house of balloons and I've been listening to that and it sounds great on vinyl. So so would recommend if you have a record player. And then I also ordered Ariana Grande's Thank You Next. So clearly <laughs> I like her. And I've got Kanye West. Um, I've got his 808 and Heartbreak, which I'm yet to listen to. So maybe that'll be tonight. I mm. also got Astro World, and I'm definitely missing one. Oh, and Dave Cole's 2014 Forest Hills Drive, which I visited in North Carolina because that's his address. Uh, yeah so the the records are the things i've been listening to a lot lately and it's nice mm -hmm. because you sometimes do only listen to an album and listen to like the big hits but there's so many tracks i listen to and i've maybe listened to them once or twice before and haven't made much of them and now i'm re-listening to them again on vinyl and they sound even better and they've become some of my favorites so that's my music listening what about you demi I'll start with two albums from the same artist because as of late, I've been listening to a lot of Tame Impala. And Lovely. 
a while back, the less I know, the better was the only track I knew. It's that's really bad of me to say, but as of late, um, spinning current quite a lot and all the songs on it I love I think all of them are like liked on my Spotify now because I've listened to them that much The Slow Rush obviously which was their latest release this year and then a bit of McFly which is a band who I loved a lot when I was a bit younger but their music just does not age and they've had a release of a brand new single this year, which is very, very exciting because I didn't release anything for a while, which was very, very frustrating. And then this week, actually, Five Seconds of Summer's new album. Oh, I, I did see that came out, actually. I wasn't expecting what actually is on it. I heard one of their tracks on the radio, I think. Nice. It's pretty good. I wasn't, I'm surprised. But yeah, they're the ones I'm, I've been spinning. I'm yet to listen to the new album, but if it's anything like Youngblood, that was an absolute hit. And also, The Less I Know the Better by Tame Impala. There is a reason why it was the number one song of the decade voted by us on the Triple J Hottest 100 Countdown. It is, I was thinking about this a few days ago. I was like, that is just one of the genuinely great tracks. And that is a track that will never get old. And I just think people love it, you know? Yeah, I can't get over how good the track is. We might, we might as well play it for you guys this morning. So I think so, Demi. And it's also good live, by the way. Just so oh. you have tickets to Tame Impala's postpone tour. I saw them uh, play in Chicago and it was magical. Uh, one day I'll get my ticket to one of their shows or a festival where they're performing or headline, probably headlining now that we think about it. But definitely headlining. Yeah, definitely headlining. But for now, thank you for listening to the tracks we've been spinning. Check them out. Check out Get Serial on socials along with those artists. But for now, we got to throw to The Less I Know The Better because we have to share this quality track with you guys. This has been Get Serial Wednesdays with Vic and Demi on Sin. We'll be back in a moment. What a track, what a track, everyone. That was Tame Impala's The Less I Know, The Better. And I, I believe that statement. I do believe The Less I Know, The Better. The better. And the, the, better, the better. The better. This has been Get Serial Wednesdays with Vic and Demi. Unfortunately, we're coming to the end of our show, but... We've had an entertainment, celebrity, movie, television, music kind of base show. Demi, do you want to delve into the topics we spoke about? Yeah, of course. So we, we didn't necessarily fangirl, but we may be fangirling about some up and coming actors, musicians and talent that we've come across this year. And then we dove into some, okay, more so Vic had a lot of celebrity encounters. So definitely yeah. listen back to this episode to hear all about those and then from that we kind of segued into the wonderful world of comfort films tv shows and music so including tracks that we've been listening to on repeat as of late which is why we've had tame impala just before because i've been listening to the current album which that song is on quite a lot track track well, in the meantime, we will be back next week. Don't worry, we'll be back from eight, of course, Wednesdays, talking about everything you enjoy. And 
unfortunately, as I said, we have to leave you now, but we are on Instagram, Twitter, and Facebook. Just type in Get Serial. You can find us there. All the music we played, what we've talked about. If you want to re-listen to episodes, just search us up. Exactly. But for now, like Vic said, we got to love you and leave you. We may have a surprise next week. Stay tuned. But for now, this has been the Get Serial Wednesdays with Vic and Demi. Stay safe, everyone. This has been a Get Serial podcast. Get Serial, 6 till 9am weekdays only on Sin.